Yo, Eagles Nation, stand up. How'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Facts. I suppose it's fitting that my favorite movie of all time is The Crow because your boy certainly has a lot of it. A lot to eat today on episode 32 of the Grease Pole Podcast. Thank you, as always, for taking part. You can follow along at Grease Pole Podcast on Instagram. Subscribe, rate, and review. Word of mouth. Tell people if you like it. Don't tell people if you think it sucks. Or tell them either way so they can also think it sucks with you. Five stars if you think it rocks. One if you think it sucks. All podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, is where you can find this and all previous episodes, new episodes every Monday, which is why we are here. Thank you for taking part, however you're doing so. Much like the Crow reference, I guess it can't rain all the time because, hey, we're back in uh, it's Victory Monday. It's been, Jesus Christ, a while since one of these has existed in our lives. But, uh, but here we are today, and uh, this, 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 should be a, this should be a fun one, Justin. This should be... I, <laughs> It, it you you know where I'm at, man. When I got here, I said, "Man, I'm I'm guessing you saw the result yesterday." Yeah, and well, <laughs> and the funny thing is, again, I'm not football guy, but you know, being here f- to listen to you yeah. as, as you're doing the show and, and prepping, and so the Eagles are on my radar. Yeah, and uh, I checked into the Gear Freaks Twitter, and one of the things that pops up is, "Hey, we're going black gear." <laughs> That's like, well, well, that ought to uh, fix everything, I, right? Like, I, and I, I at the time, I thought when I saw that, I was like, dude, just tone deaf. Like, you can't with everything that's going on with this team. You think we, and as a gear guy, we we're the gear freaks. I, like, I don't give a fuck what we're wearing. Yeah, on Sunday, I don't care. Well. Just show up, man. <laughs> we need to be wearing black garbage bags. Is what we need to be wearing. <laughs> Be team hefty. Yeah, like the right the things you see big dudes jogging around the neighborhood in in the summer. Ooh, that's gonna be me next year. To try I think. to I, I man shed some lbs. You and me both, man. You and me both. But yeah, man, it's uh, I guess we're back in the win column. You take know, it, right? Which is it's it's better than it's better than losing. And as long as you don't take any l's, like it's not like. The football team sprinting away with the division. So. Right, right. Like we're somehow at four, eight, and one. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> Three games left in the oh season. My God, now. man, it's Ow. so bad. It's well, so bad. Technically, you could be sub 500 and win. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. Word. Jesus, man. Hey, man. However, you get in. As long as you get a seat at the table, right? It doesn't matter where it's at. Even if we're at the kids' table, but we'll. we'll things are going this year like that might be all it takes get in and suddenly you know maybe you you rattle a few get hot get hot with the spark that's you know jalen hurts was the spark you know who knows right we just got to wear black all the time apparently the rest of the season (laughs) jesus christ this team (laughs) 
So Gear Freaks drops tomorrow. I was really giddy because when I got here, you've got your Gretzky sweater yeah. on, and it looks fucking amazing. It's twice I've worn it already. I, I wore Dude. Marty yeah. the day after, and then I wore Gretzky the day after that. You have and, to. And then I'm like, well, look, I can't wear these every week. Right. So I gave last week the the, the break. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but I got to rock the Gretzky. You have to. hasn't seen it yet. I haven't, dude. So it looks... It's it just, looks exquisite, man. It just, and it's so comfortable. Like, I am officially converted to hockey sweater guy. Like, they're the best, man. It is. It's far superior to every any uniform you can get. It is. The only downside is here in Hampton Roads in the seven five seven is you only get depending on your body temperature. Like for me, there's about a four month window every year where mm-hmm. it's like okay, hockey sweaters. Yeah. Because around like October here. Like, it just got cold here, yeah. like, last week. Yep. <laughs> it just started feeling the way it's supposed to last week. Yeah. So, you can't – you'll get, like, a day in October and November, but you'll also have, like, 78-degree days pop up. Yeah. And yeah. I I sweat like a gross person, so <laughs> – Well, especially like, with hockey sweater. Like, I – the first time I wore this, I went no undershirt. Oh. Which you don't want to do a lot of, especially yeah. if it ain't cold. Right. <laughs> like, I got away with it that day because it was a little chilly. Uh, but I I was like, yeah, let's not do that again. Throw the Yeah, throw the layer on underneath, man. Just it feels case. better. Yeah, just in case. Uh, but, you know, it, I'm officially sweater guy. And I can't Sweaters wait till the, the next run. Dude, me either. Uh, I've unfortunately been, been pouring over the site and, and finding stuff. I'm like. Yep. God forbid when the the retros hit, like uh, it's it's gonna a be, wrap, dude. It's over. Like yep, it is over. I might even collapse and and get one of those abs that I hate because I love. It's 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 definitely a debate you got to have because you have the Deeksig glue on there and you've got the Fleurs, even just though looks good it does. Even though the abs are committing fraud, but and we'll have uh, my friend Charlene on. Yes. she's an abs fan. And I I want to grill her on this. I, yeah, like is this acceptable to you? Yeah, you know, or is it just us as the outsiders that are offended by this shit? But I'm I'm looking forward to that. And then, um, actually, you and I did uh, do program this past weekend with yeah. Christina, who is uh, a Pens fan. Gross. So I I know, but I can't wait. She's to do awesome. That one. She's awesome. I I she thoroughly enjoy that she does. And I just the Pens thing, man. I have to I have to dock her a point for that, even though she you know. <laughs> She's awesome, but ugh. it'll be fun to because ha- we haven't had rivals yet. Like we have a few guests we've had. Like the closest was you were still a little salty over the aisles. I still am, bro. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> like we had we we talked Mets, which is my team. Yeah. We talked talked wrestling. We talked Caps. Which both both of us are pretty neutral, right? Uh, aisles, I'm neutral. Yeah. Uh, but to have the pens, yeah, there hasn't been a heated rival yet. That'll be like that is that is, and I, I I'm biased here, but I think it's I think I'm stating fact. It's Flyers pens is on the Mount Rushmore of NHL rivalries. Yeah, I could argue it's the best, but I'm a Flyers fan. I have a dog in the fight, but I think it's think definitely more, like Boston Montreal. Maybe like that's a good there. one. Yeah, any of the original six is gonna right. be somewhere in the conversation. Right, right. I think Edmonton Calgary's underrated. Oh, the Battle yeah. of Alberta. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot, man. But Detroit. What really sucks about the realignment is the speaking of the Avs, the Detroit Colorado rivalry is R.I.P. I know, dude. Like those. As much as I hate both squads, right? Like, they were. 
bloody feuds. Dude, they were they were a blast to watch, man. That was back when hockey would lead Sports Center. Remember that? Long time Barely. ago. <laughs> we are going to work our best. We'll, more on that on Gear Freaks. Yes, so we're, we're here try. to help you, Gary Bettman in the NHL. We're going to try. Just listen, God damn it. But we've got gifts for your gear freaks in your life this oh, week. Yeah. I don't That's know if I doing. I don't know if I said that right. Gifts for the gear freak in your life. Yeah. There's a lot of G's involved. There is. But uh I mean Christmas season coming up. Yes. We're gear freaks. What better thing to get your gear freak than gear? Exactly. Exactly. And we kind of walk through like what would excite us. Uh we walk through wrestling t shirts. Spoilers. Dude. Hell yeah though. I mean we 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 basically hand wrap yes. what you can get to wrap your gear freak. We gave you a shopping list for anybody in your life that's a sports fan or even a wrestling fan. It's just, it's so easy to shop for our gear freak. It really is, dude. I mean, you, you only have to know like a few things. It's the easiest thing in the world to do. I mean, even if, say, hypothetically, you don't have jersey money mm-hmm. and you don't have the hookup we've got, uh, which you could if you listen to the Gear Freaks pod and you That's get in the right. Discord. We'll we'll be kind and let you in on it. <laughs> but like, dude, hats. Yeah, dude. There's 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 a, there's there's avenues. And honestly, like a hat is a good way to go because even if even if your Gear Freak isn't hat person, right? Like they will wear that hat. Yeah. On occasion. Yeah. And you'll you'll ha- give them something. That they can now have as a special occasion. Exactly, dude. Honestly, it's probably better if if they're not a hat guy to a degree because I've got I've got a lot, man. I'm 100% hat guy. My problem is I also I'm allowed to wear hats at my job, mm. so I've got work hats <laughs> and I've got some that I strictly wear like on weekends or whatever or here or whatever the case may be. Like that pods hat. Yeah, dude. God, it's so sweet. It's so sweet. I actually just unpacked all my hats this weekend from the move. And I'm I'm really late because we've been living there for fucking two months now. <laughs> but with the man cave finally in order, I was like, okay. And I unpacked them all and I was like, holy shit. I forgot about a lot of these, man. You know? And the Padres was one of them. And I just bought, bought that recently because when they changed, you know, their get-ups to what they've got now, I was like, need <laughs> must have to give me one you know <laughs> so i bought them that thing is fresh and like i forgot about a lot of them but you i'm really pissed off because i t- I had one flyers hat mm-hmm. and i loved that thing it fit perfectly and i opted to make it a work hat during uh last hockey season and it just it was during the during the hot you know, time oh, of year. Yeah. I work in a warehouse, no AC. So I just, burn I, through them quick. I wrecked through it, man. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point, like I tried to salvage, I would bring it in the shower with me. <laughs> like it was a side piece. And I would, I would, I would do the loofah. You know, I would, I would try and give it the, the, the scrub with the sudsies. And it just, I would get it like three, four days out of it. And it would start to smell like two days again. So I was like, I can't. I've I've done all I could, man. And that's where, so I ended up getting uh, a Penn State hat. And that's about, it's it's about time. It's almost there. It's about time. But I'm like, man, like, I have, like, I'm getting down to, like, okay, I'm either going to have to buy specific work hats or I'm going to have to, like, sacrifice one. And I don't want (laughs) to. So it's probably even better if you don't have hat guy in your life because they won't, just shred through it immediately like they'll get a lot of mileage out of it yeah well and i used to be hat guy on your topic of wearing it to work 
I've burned through so many uh, Wake Forest Demon Deacon hats. Yeah. And so many New York Met hats. Right. That it would blow your mind the yeah. amount of money I've spent <laughs> on those ball caps. And since I kind of fell out of hats. Right. Probably like seven years ago. I I used to be avid ball cap guy. It's perfect time to get you a Mets cap, though, man. I know, dude. It's they're, perfect time because if you about, don't want yeah. to talk about bringing the blacks back, yeah. too, man. Yeah. As long as they go blue brim, I'm in. Yeah. You have to. I mean, in, at the time, I loved the solid black. Yeah. I don't want to get too, too deep in the weeds here, but <laughs> at the time, I loved the solid black cap. But looking back, it's like there's something about that blue brim that just kind of separates it. So. If, if you're going to go black, you have to. The blue brim gives it – because that's that's the Mets colors is blue and orange. Mm-hmm. You put the blue brim up there, it sets it apart. It mm-hmm. looks good. It looks like it's supposed – it's still a Mets hat. Yes. Despite the fact that it's primarily black. You still have a primary team color there. Yeah. That's, that's present and dominant. So gifts for your gear freak. Uh, <clears throat> if I'm your gear freak, getting me a Mets ball cap. That's it. You win. That's it. See? Win. There now, do go. you go? Do you go fitted, or you go like adjustable? Gotta have fitted. Thank you. Gotta. Thank you. Like I, for every sport, like I'm forever looking at fitted caps because yes. you know an adjustable every now and again is okay, but it, yeah, like, but it has to be perfect. It like, does. An adjustable cap has to be perfect. Yep. For me to even bother wearing it. Yeah, dude. Because the fitted cap is fitted to your dome. The fitted the fitted hat is probably one of the best inventions that has come around uh I don't when did it come around like about early 2000s is when I remember. Yeah. Cuz I was in high school when they blew up yeah. and it was like yo these are this is a game changer. It used to be nothing but the adjustables and the what are they? The one size fits alls. Yeah, that never fit all. No, <laughs> they <laughs> you're, lie. You're on the last one. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm like, this doesn't. And then it's you got to worry if it's gonna fall and the wind's gonna catch it. The fitted, the fitted is the way to go. I am very close to being a size eight fitted because I your boy's got a globe on his shoulders. I don't remember what. I'll have to look that up. Like I don't remember. I could bring one of mine over and you could throw it on to see about where you're at. I'm about between a seven and five eighths and a seven and three quarter, but I always go seven and three quarter because there's nothing worse than having one like you can't have too tight a hat. No, because it's it, the worst, dude. It, it's not comfortable. I have an Eagles hat. It's the 2012 draft hats when we drafted Fletcher Cox because I love those hats. It's team colors. You got the logo up there and it says the city names atop on like across it. It says Philadelphia. I was like, these are fucking cool as shit. And I bought one to seven and five. Eight. My head must have grown because it used to fit perfectly. Mm-hmm. And like when I took inventory of everything, kind of like before the move, I went to put it on. was like, damn, I forgot I had this. and went to put it on. It's got a little bit of mileage on it, but not a ton because I always kept that kind of like away. It's just fucking old now. Mm-hmm. And I went to put it on and I was like, like it took effort, oh. you know? And I was like, what the fuck? That sucks. <laughs> You know, I had a Mets cap like that. Actually, I think it was the last one I had. Yeah, and I was just like, at at that point, I was just busting it out for special occasions. Yep, yep. And I'm like, word, time to but oh no. <laughs> when you have to take oh, both God. hands and and bend the elbows and effort, dude. Yeah, like you should be able to put a cap just, on effortlessly, yeah. and there it is. You know, instead, yeah, don't. If you need elbow grease, it's time to just step up. Take a step up. Yep. Don't worry about having a big dome, kids. Some of us do. It's it's it acceptable. Right. Right. I didn't mean to take a half year program. Today. <laughs> nah, it's all good, man. It's all good. I'm uh, I'm putting off the inevitable because uh, <clears throat> you know I've I've got some crow to eat, as we said. 
Jalen Hurts came out and he led the team to a win yesterday. Holy shit. Um, it, it, you know, it, it, it started early yesterday. Things looked, things looked great. New Orleans got the ball first. Defense uh, forced a three and out on New Orleans' opening drive. Uh, I mean, and, and set the tempo. The defense looked damn good. <clears throat> that first drive, you know, we're moving the ball. Jalen Hurts to Jalen Rager, the Jalen connection. The offense is humming. It looks good. We're running the ball. Jalen Hurts ends up hitting Alshon Jeffrey uh, with one of those back shoulder fades for a 15-yard touchdown to make it 7-0. That play made me laugh because while I was excited that that points are on the board, it was funny to me because you look at that play in it, it toward the end of the Cleveland game when Wentz threw up just a fucking duck to Alshon Jeffrey and a guy who is known for his ability to get vertical – uh, with his frame and high point of ball, to just watch him completely not time his jump properly and just a piss-poor effort. Uh, his effort on this play yesterday, this touchdown I'm speaking of, was phenomenal. That is old Alshon Jeffrey that ended up getting a contract extension. That's Super Bowl year-level Alshon Jeffrey. It was funny to me. You know, there's that entire dynamic of is he the guy that came out and slammed Carson Wentz as a leader? You know, we don't know, but everybody kind of hypothesizes that it is. He gives half-ass effort for, you know, Carson Wentz this year when he comes back and ends up being healthy, Alshon Jeffrey, that is. And then yesterday, my man's killing himself out there to to catch a touchdown from Jalen Hurts. I, I don't give a shit. It points are on the board, but I did find that kind of funny because I don't know that that effort would have been there if 11 was the one throwing him the ball. That said, to be fair, I don't know if 11 was throwing him the ball if it would have been placed where it was placed, to be fair. So there's that. 7 nothing birds early on. You're liking what you see. You know, going into, going into uh, halftime, one of the things I liked a lot, Jalen Hurts – was getting the job done on the ground. He was moving this offense down the field uh, to put them in a position to put points on the board before the half. I think at that point it was 17 to nothing. It may have been 14, I believe, 17 to nothing. And what he did was he he there was nothing there. He was decisive enough, and that's one of the main things I noticed about Jalen Hurts yesterday that I will give him, again, hats off to him. Hurts was decisive. You like to see it. He knew, okay, if there's, if there's nothing there, I'm going to go. I'm going to pull the ball down and I'm going to run. But once he committed the running, he fucking ran. So he gets the birds down the field uh, with his feet on the ground. And he puts Jake Elliott in a position to get a chip shot field goal to make it 20 nothing before the halftime. And Jake Elliott completely <laughs> doinks it off the upright. And you're thinking at that point, oh, man, these three points are going to come back to fuck us. They always do. Ultimately, they don't, but, you know, again, it's one of those things, Jake Elliott, for all the good that he's done over the years, the 61-yarder against the Giants the year of the Super Bowl, you know, so on and so forth. Jake Elliott has been money in the past, but he's having he's having a rough year. He's having a very rough year. Uh, to not make that field goal is is damn near inexcusable. That's that's less than an extra point is now. That's like that was I can't remember. I think it was like 23 yards or something like that. It was very, very short. Uh, you, you, you can't miss those, point blank. You know, and, and it, the Birds tried. The Birds tried to give this game away. They did. Um, it, New Orleans ends up getting back into the game because, of course, they do. 
Uh, Miles Sanders gets his second touchdown of the day. He had, I think, an 82-yarder in the first half, just money. Shout-out to him for uh, helping me advance to the second round in the fantasy football playoffs in one of the leagues I'm in. But two touchdowns for the day yesterday for Miles Sanders, the second of which makes it a 10-point game. New Orleans comes back, um, and and they kick an onside kick to – it's 24-21. They try to, okay, we're going to onside with about 37 seconds left, I think. And the ball did not go 10 yards, but it it touched somebody for the birds. I can't remember. One of our players, and he had his back turned, and Thomas Morstead and – I can't remember who it was from New Orleans. Both dove for the ball, and you're thinking, fuck, they're seriously going to get – like, you're watching this. I'm watching this on the couch anyway, and I'm thinking, like, okay, we're, we're you know, we're, we're going to win a game. Holy shit, my God. And they, it, New Orleans starts to, you know, come back, and you're thinking, man, like, you got to this, this excitement level, and you're hoping to God that it doesn't go away. And you see this situation, you're thinking, man, I hope this lead's not going to evaporate. And and the dog pile, everybody nefarious tactics at the bottom, I'm sure, to get the ball. I don't know how we came up with it, but we did, you know, and victory formation to get the hell out of there with a twenty four to twenty one win. And we're back in the win column. Four eight and one is the record for the birds. And uh a lot of a lot of takeaways from this game again, and they they emphasized this in yesterday's uh broadcast. Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts, both with over 100 yards rushing. That is the first time that's happened against the New Orleans Saints in uh, 56 games, I believe it was, they said. That's the longest streak in the Super Bowl era. Miles Sanders with 14 carries, 115 yards, and two touchdowns, averaging 8.2 yards a carry. 8.2, that's almost a first down right there per carry, damn near. Again, staying ahead of the chains. Jalen Hurts, 18 carries, 106 yards, averaged 5.9 yards a carry, just under six. Again, you you, you like to see the the run game. You know, I it's still, if I can nitpick, it still baffles me that Miles Sanders can't get 20 carries or at least close to it. But you see when you give him the ball and you stick with him, what happens? You're, he's not the guy that's going to – Every run's not going to be a, a, a 20, 25-yard highlight reel run. That's not the way it works. But he's going to bust off long gains on you. He's done it all year long. Again, look at his average per carry yesterday, 8.2 yards, second in the league behind Nick Chubb entering yesterday's game. Now he still has to play tonight against Baltimore, so who knows? Maybe, maybe Miles Sanders overtakes that uh, crown after tonight's game when Cleveland faces Baltimore. I Again, Miles Sanders is good enough to be a rushing champ. Stick with him. When you stick with him, you commit to the run game, good shit happens. See yesterday's game. Again, the decisiveness of Jalen Hurts yesterday was the first thing I noticed about him. Just his ability to 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 decisively scramble out of the pocket, move, navigate. When he decided, okay, there's nothing there, I'm taking off, he went. And that – if you're going to play that way, if you're going to play, if you're going to be a mobile quarterback, I think that's the way you got to do it. You got to be decided. That's the way you're most effective. Not, okay, am I going to run and you're still looking downfield? If nobody's there and you've got an opening, go. Go. And that's what Jalen Hurts did. Again, he, that right there brought this team down the field with a, with a, a potential to add three points on the board before halftime with, uh, you know, one timeout, I think, was what we had at the time. To be able to put Jake Elliott in that situation, 
again, got to give Hertz credit for that. So again, that decisiveness that uh, that I observed, that I'm sure everybody observed, you know, was obvious. is is part of it. He was playing yesterday, and and you know, Carson's been having mental issues. He's been in his own head. I don't think that he's been helped a lot again, but. The game plan yesterday helped Jalen Hurts out tremendously. The defensive line yesterday was absolutely gross. Uh, This defensive line pressured Taysom Hill on 17 of his 43 dropbacks. That's the second highest rate of pressure against New Orleans since 2016. Josh Sweat, Javon Hargrave, and Derek Barnett raised hell all afternoon yesterday. They, I mean, they, they lived in the backfield. You know, it was nice to see. I can't stand Taysom Hill. I hate him. He's one of the guys I hate the most in the NFL. He's a gimmick. Uh, it was nice to see that guy not be able to gimmick his ass and the entire team into a win yesterday. You know, it 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 was nice. It brought me it brought me weird pleasure. Jay, Taysom Hill's one of those guys that, you know, again they 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 try to revolutionize the game, New Orleans, and I don't think, I don't think you're 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 at your best when you take Drew Brees off the field. I just don't. Miles Sanders, uh, excuse me, Brandon Graham. Uh, has now played just a note I found interesting. He's now played in 156 games. That's more than any other defensive lineman in Eagles history. He just passed Trent Cole uh, as of yesterday. Trent Cole obviously had 155. Now Brandon Graham played in 156 games, most any defensive lineman in franchise history. He is currently tied for 10th with uh, former tackle Jerry Sizemore. David Akers, former kicker, shout out to him, love David Akers, is in first place all time with 188 games played in franchise history. So, happy, happy, the win. Doug Peterson today for his afternoon press conferences. He does every Monday. One of the notes, got to bring up, sucks, devastating news. Roddy McLeod tore his ACL yesterday, non-contact injury uh, in the third quarter. So, obviously, he's done for the year. And it's concerning because he tore his uh, MCL on his other knee two years ago and you know McLeod's been glue for the secondary all damn year long he's the only player on either side of the ball that hadn't missed a single snap all season up until uh up until his injury yesterday and if you think about you know all the injuries this team's dealt with over the year that that tells you right there about Rodney McLeod what he's about that versatility you can count on him to be out there that's why he's a captain of this team and he should be um he also leaves the season as uh, the second leading tackler currently on the team. He's the Birds' Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee. Nothing but great stuff on and off the field for Rodney McLeod. He's kind of like uh, Malcolm Jenkins' apprentice is the way I looked at it when those two were the safeties, Malcolm Jenkins and Rodney McLeod. Again, Malcolm Jenkins coming back to town yesterday um, as a New Orleans Saint for his second tenure there, and it was interesting to hear him come out and say that he felt uh, – Felt disrespected and didn't feel valued enough by the team. That was kind of a shot at Howie Roseman, which don't kid yourselves, people. A win was great yesterday, absolutely, but this team still has issues. So we'll get to that. Rodney McLeod out for the year with a torn ACL. More than likely at this point uh, means he's not going to be ready to go for week one next year, which, you know, which sucks in a word. He also named Doug Peterson did also named Jalen Hurts a starter for next week at Arizona. Not not exactly surprised. I think once once the move was made to bench Carson, yeah, I, I, I don't think we're going to see Carson the rest of this year. I don't. And I think that there's several reasons for that. The more if Jalen Hurts continues to win, you definitely won't see him the rest of the year, obviously. Um, you know, but I, I don't think you can – once you bench a guy, I don't – 
I'm not a fan, especially this late in the year of the back and forth. I think there's an argument to be made of of resting Carson, regardless of what happens the remainder of the year with Jalen Hurts. I think you rest Carson and and have him come back next year, you know, after an off season and see what you got. If you're not able to trade him, which you know, who knows? Maybe it's possible. Maybe it'll happen. Um, I saw this and I found this very, very, very interesting. Doug Peterson's record with Carson Wentz starting a quarterback is 35-33-1. His record without Carson Wentz starting a quarterback is 11-3. Wild. Absolutely wild. And, I, again, the reason for that I think is simple. When you look at yesterday's game compared to the 13 previous games, okay, and even going back to when Nick Foles was here, Doug Peterson is willing to adapt more to – he'll adapt his game plan for Nick Foles. He adapted it for Jalen Hurts yesterday. I think, you you know, you can see that. He doesn't seem to adapt it too much for Carson Wentz. I think – I don't know if it's because they're kind of joined at the hip. Doug Peterson's first year as head coach, they took Carson Wentz second overall. You expect more from him because he's the most talented of the group. Maybe it's the contract. No idea. But it's clear that he's much more willing to – That it, Doug Peterson's not unwilling to adapt, you know, to who he's got back there, clearly. I just question why, why it takes hitting rock bottom, basically. Benching your franchise quarterback and playing a, a, a second-round pick that one could argue should have never been on the roster to begin with. You know, again, and I'm not, I'm not sitting here still trying to defend Carson. I'm also not going to sit here and jump completely on the Jalen Hurts bandwagon after one game. It's one game. That's it. Now, that said, it was a great game against – not great, good – It was a very good performance against the best team in the NFC and one of the best defenses in the NFL. I think there's something to be said for that. This was not – Jalen Hurts wasn't going against, you know, the Detroit Lions defense yesterday. That's not the case. Or the Jets. This is a top, top flight NFL defense. And Jalen Hurts looked good. He ran the offense good. Again, his decisiveness is one of the reasons why we came away with a win yesterday. But when I look at that number, the disparity between Doug Peterson with Carson Wentz and without him, that's what I see. I see the structure of a game, the way he called the game for the last 13 weeks versus the way he did yesterday. As I've said, if you – If you stick with Miles Sanders, keep feeding him the ball. Again, a guy that averages over six yards a carry, there is no reason to abandon the run ever unless you are down by three scores in the second half. Then okay, throw the ball around. But again, some of the route concepts and everything that have been called for the previous 13 weeks, yesterday – You finally saw Jalen Rager being used properly. That little jet sweep they ran with him, the reverse get-up, that is how you utilize the skill set of Jalen Rager. Again, you take him 
Howie Roseman over Justin Jefferson incite his versatility, and I'm all for that. But you don't utilize said versatility for 13 weeks of football. Yesterday they did. If you work a little bit of that in when 11's under center and you call the game a little differently, maybe we're not having this conversation about Jalen Hurts. Again, if, you know, as my high school coach said, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, it would be Christmas every fucking day. But I think when you're Doug Peterson and you come out and you acknowledge, hey, yeah, no, we're going to – I'm going to commit more to the running game than I typically do because I want to help out a rookie quarterback. Okay, well, you can do the same to help out your veteran quarterback that's making a shit ton of money that you can tell is going through a mental mind fuck. If you can do it for a rookie, you clearly have the mental wherewithal to know, okay, I've got to adapt based on who I've got on the field. I just question why it wasn't done week one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Why did it take until now? Can I jump in here? Yes. That seems petty as fuck. On my behalf? No, on the coach. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm being petty, honestly. No, but you're right. You're How, right, dude. You're willing to take L's <laughs> and ties just because you're not getting along with with <laughs> dude with the guy who's making the money. It's it, it's it. The the entire game, like the offense, looked good yesterday it, against the Saints. Defense is one of the best in the league, top five, and. They have, I think, the best rushing defense in the league. You know, we had over two guys go over two hundred yard, go over a hundred yards each on them. So over two hundred yards rushing, like it's there. But like you're the coach, man. You have to adapt, and that's what from going going from being able to barely score anything against just just teams to now. Okay, we're able to. I mean, twenty four points isn't like yo, we just dropped Lighting a fifty up, burger. Yeah. yeah, but. It it it's the equivalent. <laughs> it's the equivalent compared to exactly where we were. Yeah. Like it was like, yo, we're we're putting up points. Holy shit, you know. And like when when Miles Sanders broke off the eighty two yarder yesterday, I almost had a fucking heart attack because I had him in fantasy, and I'm like, this is like, if he takes this to the house, I'm getting like fifteen points off this shit, <laughs> you know. So I was I had a half chub screaming at the TV. I just I don't understand like these are supposed to be professionals yes uh like he won a super bowl adapting to a guy in nick Foles's skill set yeah so how do you not adapt to the guy that the the team is paying big money to right right dude it's 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 or at least protect him help him out a little bit man that's what i'm saying it it even despite winning yesterday, there's still shit to get mad about with this team. And it, I'm trying not to be like Zoloff, that guy, but I don't like this. Like every answer isn't, every question isn't answered now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was awesome. Like it's cool we won and we look good, but. Can you do that consistently? Right. Like let's not pretend that like we're, this is two years ago again now, because mm-hmm. we're not that. Nowhere near. And. We're looking at being if the cap goes down the way they're projecting. This team's looking at being about eighty plus million over the cap. Mm. So no room to bring in. Oh anybody. no! Just, oh no! Probably got to dump some. Yeah, yeah, man. And it, it's just it's like it was cool. It was cool. Don't get me wrong. Like I I was 
like, holy shit, we won a game. And, I mean, you know how I feel about Carson, man. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like I was telling you before we came on, man, like I just walking into work this morning and guys knew knowing how I feel about Jalen Hurts and like walking in and just laughter because it's like, yeah, you won, but I'm sure there's a part of you that's like whatever. And the just like, oh, okay, I'm I'm resigned. We're probably going to have a top five pick now. You know, it's like I, you never want to lose. I never sat there and went, fuck yeah, let's lose because it's misery. But I had adopted the approach of I'm no longer going to let it ruin my day if we do because April's going to be here before we know it. Yeah. So it's okay. Yeah. You know, I'm not like thrilled about it. I'm not going to root for it. But if it happens, it happens, you know, and I. I've been pretty vocal about hating the Jalen Hurts pick from from the word go, and I still think it was idiotic. Now, if this continues, I was wrong, and I for as for one game, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll give you that. But this is also a team that has had guys come in before, and you know during the McNabb years. And look, I mean AJ Feely got a contract from Miami out of this shit. Yeah, AJ fucking Feely. Yeah. What? What did he do other than have like a good month? Yeah. The Detmer boys. Yes, both at the same time. Yeah. You know? Jeff yeah. Garcia. Yeah, yeah. He came in for, for a few. You know, it's like, okay, this this is cool, but everything's so hot and cold, man. I think in social media doesn't help. You gotta you either have to be on one side or like you can't you can't like try and rationalize with some people. You know, you can't go, okay, no, he looked yes, he looked good. But does that mean, like, I don't think he's it for the next 10 years now? Maybe he is. I don't know, but I'm not committing to that after one game. Might have just caught New Orleans off guard, too. Right. And maybe they came in going, ah, whatever. We've seen them play all year, and they've stunk up the joint. They suck with their black jerseys. (laughs) What do they think that's going to do? It solved everything this week. It did. It did, man. It was very... It was very because those are normally like the prime time, like the night we wear those at night when we're at home because black is darkness. I guess I don't know, and they're usually against like Dallas or or emo Philly, right? Right. We're Chester Bennington, the <laughs> Eagles. You know, in the end, it doesn't matter anymore. Jeff Laurie, uh, I shouldn't say that about a dead guy. R.I.P. But yeah, like, come on, man. You know, it. it but I mean, fuck, whatever. <laughs> Get, what? Take the win. Whatever. I guess I'm going to wear my black jersey next week now. You know, maybe we'll maybe we'll win two in a row and get the five. We have the Arizona Cardinals next week. That should be uh that should be interesting. For sure. Um again, Kyler Murray you know, is is having a decent year. He's cooled off a little bit, but you know, this is this is a, a an offense in Arizona that can strike. It's a defense yesterday in Arizona that that made shit happen against the Giants and you know, Danny, Danny Dimes, Hassan Reddick, Temple U uh, alum, five sacks yesterday, you know, for Arizona. So it's 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 one game, people. It's one game again. And I my hat's off to him. My hat's off to him. I even sent out on Instagram yesterday like, yo, kid looks good, man. Kid looks good. I even I commented on one of his posts. I said, I see you, you know, no idea that he I'm sure he doesn't know who the hell I am, you know be nice if he did but i'm sure he doesn't but you know hey 
the like the people. So I know the people that follow me that that follow the pod on IG that scroll down and see that will go oh, okay. And I even had somebody comment like, "You're gonna have to take accountability for the way Hertz looked." And I'm like, "Yeah, like I will for today." But that doesn't mean that Carson is, you know, immediately gone that I think he should be. And that doesn't mean Jalen Hurts is immediately the fucking future because he won one game as a starter. Sorry, I'm just taking a wait and see approach. I know that's not I know that's not sexy. I know it's not hot take shit, but that's just that's the way I feel. I think that's rational. I don't think he's awesome. I don't think he's amazing, but I don't think he's complete shit either. You know, and that's. That's what it is. We'll see what he does against Arizona. And then after that, we'll see what he does against Dallas. And then after that, we'll see what he does against Washington. If he gets us into the playoffs, you know, we'll we'll revisit some things. We'll go from there. But he impressed me a lot yesterday. He definitely did. The offense seemed to be clicking a lot. It seemed like they played inspired football. The defense looked good. They've looked for the most part recently. The defense, especially the defensive line, has been solid. So defense was there earlier. You know, defense was there early and all day yesterday, set the tone, and the offense just kind of, you know, moved the ball. It was nice to see. First downs were happening. Fucking A. It's been a while. So, again, I there is still issues on this team. The issues that, that we've discussed are still there. There are still cap issues. Howie Roseman is still the GM of this team for now. Hopefully he won't be because even if, let's say hypothetically, even if Jalen Hurts is the future of this team he still took him in the second round after he had already agreed to pay another quarterback 33 million a year so regardless of how this this season plays out Howie Roseman's got to go there are still issues long term with this team that's not debatable you know it's going to be it's going to be an interesting offseason you know however this happens but we got to win Things don't look as bad, I guess, at least for the temporary. We'll get to the offseason, you know, in in three, four weeks or however long it takes if we make playoffs. But we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. In the meantime, we we won a game yesterday. Maybe we won two in a row next week in Arizona against Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. I wouldn't freak out, people. We don't have Joe Montana on this team. I don't think we have A.J. Feely either. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's okay to just be one thing, not – to just be in the middle sometimes. It doesn't have to be one thing or another. So I will see you back here next week, and we will see how Jalen Hurts looked. We have two weeks in a row of uh, – of I, I don't want to see the pun hurt so good anymore either, by the way, people. Please, please stop with the John uh, Cougar Mellencamp references. I don't even think some of these people know who the fuck that is, but it's like, come on, man. We can come up with another phrase. The spark. He sparked the squad yesterday. We'll see if he can do it. Two weeks in a row. Hopefully I sparked you today. If not, I'll try again better next week. I will see you then. As always, go Birds. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Philly.